Now, I'm often asked about whether everybody is creative. Some people think they aren't, but I firmly believe that there is inside each one of us a spark of creativity, something that can be nurtured. Some people may have more than others, but everybody has some. So what could we do to nurture what there is inside of our friends, colleagues, employees? We need to value their creative potential and create some room for it to flourish. These skills need to be enhanced or grown using the correct tools and techniques. And it's up to you, the business owner or the company director, to tap into those resources and use them in addition to the resources already at your disposal. A reasonable degree of creativity is a natural output of mentally and socially healthy people. But it can be quite a fragile thing. Many things can, and often do, disrupt it so that it can often be well below its potential. This sort of implies that if you want to produce a modest increase in creativity, it is usually much more cost-effective to train people and to remove some of the obstacles than to try and find Leonardo's and Einstein's to build your team from. If you can discover how to release it, though, creativity will find its own way to blossom. But one of the most basic requirements is that creativity needs space. This is metaphorical space, and we really mean space and time, not just an empty space to sit in. Your responses to problems require more mental processing than standard ones. So if you're under severe time pressure, you're endlessly being interrupted, or your brain is caught up with obsessive routines, or preoccupied with panic or rage, or some other emotion, creativity is going to be a little difficult. Some of the ways of creating mental space when you're working on your own might include scheduling some real quality time for imaginative thinking. Give yourself some downtime. That is, downtime from your main role. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate. Just a walk, a round of golf, trip down to the local sandwich bar even. As long as it takes you away from your workplace. You could timeshare your brain. One alternative is to dedicate thinking capacity instead of time. So leave the problem ticking over at the back of your mind and then carry a notebook everywhere with you to record ideas as they occur to you, those eureka moments. You could make psychological space, use psychological development, assertiveness training, stress management, and other related approaches to develop the ability to remain calm, relaxed, and fully attentive, even under pressure. If you're working with others, you could set up a creativity session this is, of course, the classic solution. But note that as well as providing physical space where creativity can be practiced, it also provides a symbolic space. One of the benefits of holding a problem-solving workshop or training course is that it gives permission for participants to set aside their normal responsibilities just for a little while. Such a gesture can be incredibly powerful. You could develop skills in Guerrilla creativity, that is, guerrilla as in guerrilla fighters, not guerrilla as in the animal. As many businesses become leaner, the opportunity cost of a session devoted to creativity actually increases, so they become harder to set up. One solution 
could be to interleave a kind of distributed creativity into other activities. For instance, if you can't manage a formal brainstorming session or afternoon with some colleagues, perhaps you could incorporate an element of brainstorming into some of your next few um, water cooler conversations or your lunches. But have a go at nurturing creativity. Let it flourish and see what happens. <laughs>